welcome listeners to the Changing Lanes podcast, brought to you by Road to Change Coaching with me, Janine Georges. We have developed these podcasts to help you find the strength, the courage and determination to switch into whatever lane necessary to get you through this thing called life. So, if you're ready to outrun adversity, let's begin. We're back, listeners. Wow. I apologise, I have been MIA for way, way, way too long. But we thought we would take this opportunity as we come to the end of the year to remind you of how resilient you are. Even for the people who think they're really not. Listen, you've got through 2020, the most turbulent year of our lives. And you will be happy to know we are continuing with these podcasts. We are still here helping to inspire you, to motivate you and to really help you to get to the life that you have always dreamed of, smashing your goals and achieving everything that your heart could ever desire. So 2020, hey, um, it has been a tough, tough year uh, in many different ways for us all. It's funny now because we've got so used to living during this pandemic that it's kind of become a norm. I'm used to being at home, self-isolating or not being able to go anywhere or not going to work or going to work and it's a complete ghost town. I've just kind of adapted to it and I do think all of us have adapted well despite the early shenanigans of fighting for toilet tissue and water. But anyway, but every now and then I encourage you to, as I have been doing, is just to take a moment, just think about the year that we have gone through. Now, some of you may have been sick, you know, have caught coronavirus or have been sick in other ways or have lost loved ones or taken care of loved ones when they've been unwell. You know, this pandemic has ruined many plans Um, weddings. I think I have three this year that has been postponed, even funerals um, that you cannot even attend. Birthdays have been missed, celebrations, medical treatments halted jobs lost, financial stress, you know, the list of the possibilities of how this pandemic has affected you is endless. It's crazy. And we're not even through it yet. You know, I laugh most times when I see most people say, I can't wait till it's the end of the year, 2021, 1st of January. And I'm thinking not really much is going to change. But you know, I like the positivity. One of the reasons for our long hiatus, and I don't need to give you all of the gory details, But I will be honest, because you know I like to keep it very transparent with you all listeners, is that although I feel overwhelmingly blessed and grateful for everything that I have, that I have achieved and I have in my life, but this year has had parts where it's been really quite hard. We've had a lot of personal issues that have happened. Um, Obviously, we've been working from home, which has been a blessing, but also a challenge. Being at home with two teenagers, if for those of you who haven't listened to previous podcasts, uh, me and my husband raised my two teenage sisters and there were at the beginning loads of fights, literally physical fights. I've seen clothes being thrown out the windows onto the grass. I've seen glasses being thrown at each other with, with drink in it. There was even a moment where they literally knocked the other one out. So, you know, it was, it's been interesting. Plus the husband's been at home every day and we've been working in the same office. Thankfully, um, we are still very much happily married and we managed to get through that quite well. I know for some, the pandemic has actually helped them in different ways and that's really good. Everyone has their winning season. But do you know what keeps me going? So even though it hasn't been an amazing year, I know exactly what's in store for me. And it's full of prosperity, it's full of health, it's full of wealth, it's full of everything that I could ever have imagined and more. And I hope for people who haven't had it easy this year, I hope you feel the same and keep pushing yourself with that belief. And you will start to see what you want to happen in your life will happen. Now, although we haven't been active on this platform, 
I hope you are still following my Instagram page, that's just under the name Janine Georges, or the Road to Change Coaching site, or even our YouTube channel, Changing Lanes Podcast, and we are actually looking to rebrand and put some new content into that in the new year, so please make sure you are subscribed. So we are changing it up around here, starting with monthly podcast recordings from now on, just until I have some more time available, and then I'll increase those back to bi-weekly. I actually keep thinking back to the time when we first started these podcasts and I thought, yeah, that's fine. I'm doing a podcast every week, every other day, at least once a week. (laughs) Um, I'm not really sure what I was thinking, if I'm honest. I was obviously full of enthusiasm and motivation. Actually, talking of that, I posted recently on my Instagram page about motivation and I was basically saying that, you know, small snippets of motivation and enthusiasm can actually get you into some trouble. It can actually get you to commit into things that you later regret. You see, it's not motivation alone that gets you through life. It's discipline. And the older I get, I learn that even more. And I think we actually may cover that in the episode. I think it will be, I don't know, let's think motivation versus discipline. Yeah, I like that one. That may be an episode that we cover soon. So stay tuned. But today, my progressive listeners, we are talking about something that has been quite relevant to us, mainly myself, and it's about self-care and timeouts and what that means and why it's so important for your well-being. So what is self-care? So let's just start with, I have a question for you all. Do you take care of yourself? Do you actually take care of yourself? You're all probably thinking, what is she going on about? Or is she implying that I don't wash myself or I don't comb my hair? And others would be thinking, yeah, of course I take care of myself. That's just a normal process. But if my question to follow was... In what way do you take care of yourself? Some of you may not know how to answer instantaneously and that's where it makes it tough. You see, self-care is any activity that we do deliberately in order to take care of our mental, emotional and physical health. Even though it's a normal part of life, it's actually something that, that we very often overlook you know, self-care is not, you know, it's not something that we should have to force ourselves to do or something that we don't really enjoy doing. It's so good for our mental well-being to improve our mood, to reduce anxiety. It even helps you to improve relationships with yourself and with other people. Now, I can tell you what self-care isn't and that's selfish. <laughs> now, I know for some of you mums in particular, you're quite prone to thinking um, that time out for yourselves It's quite selfish and some of you will suffer with mum guilt. But no, you need to take better care of yourself in order to take better care of your children. Because if you can't take care of yourself, you won't be in the right place to give any of your energy to anybody else that you love or care for. But if you think about it, like the safety procedures or whatever they call it when you're on the plane, when you're about to take off. They always say to you that make sure you put your breathing mask on for yourself first before you even help your child or anybody else. Because if you don't, you may not be in the position to help that other person. The importance of self-care and timeouts. Now, there are loads of different ways that you can do self-care, but for this session, we're just going to be talking about timeouts in particular, as we have just had one. As adults, taking a time out is an important part of practicing essential self-care. 
It gives you the opportunity to take a step back, recharge, realign, reassess everything in your life or any areas that you need to focus on. It's a chance to work on yourself and build self-love, your confidence and your self-belief. Remember, I'm really strong on confidence and self-belief. That's what I coach on. And remember, once you're working on your self-growth, you're in hand working on making changes in your life. You're unlearning unhelpful habits and creating new ones that help to broaden your horizons and have even more doors and, and more opportunities open up to you. Are you following this, listeners? Do you see how this goes? Nurturing ourselves, it's not a luxury. It's a necessity. We absolutely have to do it. So how do you know when you need a break? Now, we all need a break at one point or another, but perhaps for some of you, you needed one yesterday or last week or right now. Some of you are probably thinking, yeah, I know I need a break, but I don't really have time. I'm too busy. Now, if you're someone who's saying that in your head right now, then even more reason why you need a break right this minute. Whenever you hear yourself say, right, I'm just going to get through this. I just need to complete this bit of work. I just need to make sure they're all okay. And then I'm going to have a chill out. Then I'm going to relax. Now, I'm not saying that it's not important to persevere because you need to, but you need to make sure you are not running on air. We need to get better at seeing the need for a break in ourselves. Some examples I've got for you of when you know you need a break or even when you know your partner or, or a family member or even a work colleague needs a break. One, and this is actually probably a very uh, telltale sign for me, a very important one for me. Everything and everyone is getting on your last nerve. Now I'm talking like someone can actually come up to you and say, boo, and you're literally ready to throttle them. Not literally, or actually, you know, you never know, maybe some. But the main thing is, is that you're very irritable. Your tolerance is low and the things that people usually get away with or, or will do to you or wind you up or anything like that is really starting to bother you. Two, you can't stay on top of your to-do list. Now, I don't know about you, but I have to-do lists and I have notepads and to-do lists everywhere. I have one for work. I have one for personal stuff. I have one for my private work. And I love them because I do feel a great sense of achievement once I've checked something off on that list. But when you feel like you are always behind or you're not catching up or you're adding more things on the to-do list than you're taking off, it gets to a point where your to-do list needs a to-do list. Number three, you feel the stress before you even get out of bed. Now that's dangerous. Too much to carry before you even start your day is a clue that you need a timeout. Four, you can't keep yourself still and present. You're constantly up and down, your mind's racing, your brain is just spinning, it's going all over the place. This is a big sign. Five, you worry all day about everything. You know, you know worrying doesn't actually help, but you do it anyway. Even your worry is screaming to have a break. Six, you feel like situations are bigger than they really are. I mean, as women, sometimes we do do this. We kind of build things up in our head and sometimes we have to be reminded. It's just sometimes when everything just seems huge and overwhelming, everything's too big or it's too hard or it's too much or it's too frustrating. Yep, that's the sign, guys. You need time away from all of those big, big things. Seven, you just want to run away. That's it, there's nothing else to say to it. You've actually premeditated the whole thing in your head of how you are just gonna leave, get up, leave everything and just go. 
and we don't want it to come to that. And then the last one is you feel bad for taking a break and you haven't even taken a break yet. So if any of those are ringing true to you listeners, you need a timeout. So how to take a break to take the timeout that you need? Well, like I said, I've just recently done a complete timeout myself where I removed myself from all communication platforms, well, most communication platforms, so Instagram, Facebook, uh, WhatsApp, and I kind of just put my phone down so I really wasn't on it at all. So the only people who was having active communication with me really was the people in my house. Uh, And I actually realised how powerful social media is, um, especially when you have a break from it. Like I was saying about being irritable with everyone, that's how I felt about posts and stories I was seeing on my Instagram. Someone would post something, what relevance does that have? Why are they lying? It was getting to a stage where I was getting so irritable and it was really starting to bother me. So once I got rid of Instagram, that made me feel a lot better. And also WhatsApp, I also find really interesting because I think it's quite intrusive. Um, You may have different views on it. In my mind, it feels like everyone has instant access to you when you're on WhatsApp. If they message, you feel like you have to respond or they call. So deleting WhatsApp was heaven for me because I realised that a lot of us, even the older generations, this is my grandparents, have forgotten about text message. When I had said to my my grandfather, oh, you know, granddad, you keep forgetting I'm not on WhatsApp anymore. His response was, well, how else am I meant to communicate? There's no other way of communicating. And a lot of people just don't text. The people who knew they could reach me on text message, they weren't really, they weren't really messaging me. And that was fine because people don't see it as an instant access. So so that's number one. It's just removing yourself completely from social media platforms um, and even from any sort of communication, if that's what helps. For a space of time, whatever you think is necessary, but healthy, you know, maybe set a time limit of how long. I gave myself a month. I'm going to take myself away for four weeks and I'm going to see how I feel and then I will review it. If you're unable to do that yourself, then it's very good to get a friend or someone else involved and say, look, I'm going to take my time out for four weeks. Please check in with me in this time and then you can take it from there. Or a coach, again, Janine George is here to help. And, you know, and then we can really hold you responsible for that and hold you accountable and give you that time and help give you the tools that you need to come out of that space in a healthy, productive way. So the second one then is go away, take an actual break away. So that's leaving the house for, you know, if you can for a night or two, if you can't, a couple hours, anything sometimes really does help. If you have a friend who, you know, has a spare room and who can respect your space, go there, sit in that room alone, take a book or whatever it is you need to keep yourself entertained. Uh, Maybe you just need some sleep. If you want to really do something else and you've got some cash spare, then maybe go and stay in a hotel. There are some hotels that offer cheat nights away in advance. I like to try and do that. Take myself away for a night, maybe every other three to six months. And even just do your own research on some low-key spaces to relax. Talk to your boss or your spouse and explain to them how crucial this time is that you need to take away. The third one is, before your day begins, meditate, do yoga, pray um, or just sit with yourself and your thoughts in peace. You can use some relaxation exercises, practice meditation and you can do these really at any time of the day but usually in the morning just prep your mind um, and just have that time with yourself. The fourth way is to write in a journal. You can put all of your current thoughts and your fears and your plans and just kind of brain dump it and just put it somewhere so it's out of your mind. So your mind is not going crazy. Five, talk with a friend. 
Now they do say a good friend is an inexpensive therapist. (laughs) Just let someone in. Let, you know, tell them about your struggles and just ask for help. Sometimes you just need to do that. Even just having lunch with a friend or going for a walk and changing the environment with someone that you trust can make you feel so much better, make you feel alive. Six, I tell some of my coaching clients to create what I call a hell no list. And that's with all the things that you are not going to do or put up with that will drain you, that will affect your mental health in any way. An example of that is not speaking to people who may drain your energy for a certain period of time, not cleaning the house if that's going to have an effect on you, just have a break away from it. There's loads of different things that you can put on the hell no list that when things are getting a bit much, you just say, do you know what? I ain't doing it. Not going to visit a family member that you would rather not, not giving or spending money. There's loads of things on the hell no list that you would normally, but you're just not. Seven, change your diet. Try and change your diet to a healthy, balanced diet, including some exercise. You know, exercise, and I know I'm not really one to talk, even though I must say, listeners, I'm doing really quite well with my 5k runs, just saying, since this lockdown. It's really good for your emotional health, just as it is good for your physical health. It really does increase your serotonin levels, which lead to improved mood and energy. Number eight, get enough sleep. Try and develop a regular sleep routine if you can. Remember, adults do need a seven to eight hours of sleep each night. Number nine, do at least one relaxing activity every day, whether it's a long soak in the bath, watching a bit of junk TV that just helps you to escape, taking a walk or spending 30 minutes just unwinding. Just try and do something for yourself that you find relaxing. And the last one, look for opportunities to laugh. I absolutely love to laugh. It's one of my greatest things to do. It means I'm going to put on some sort of stand-up shows. There's loads of different things that you can do to just help you laugh because, you know, moving those stomach muscles really does help your mood. Just to round up on that, self-care needs to be something that you actively plan rather than something that actually just happens. It's an active choice and you must treat it as such. Make sure you try and schedule in things to your calendar announce your plans to your spouse or your or your boss to make sure that you have got that time for yourself and actively look for opportunities to practice self-care and don't feel bad about it how are you meant to continue and help others if you're not looking after yourself final word in a few words really self-care is the key to living a balanced life your life would be so much easier when you're arrested and when you're healthy and you're happy. Feel the parents out there. Remember how much easier it is to parent your child when your kids are rested, healthy and happy. Life is busy and stressful for all of us listeners, I know, but you have to take a break sometimes. Do whatever it is needed to get yourself back right and just don't feel bad about it. Don't make it get to a stage where you're screaming from the rooftops, I need a break, or where you completely just burn yourself out. Now, this holiday period that we're about to come into hopefully gives you plenty of time to unwind and to refocus so you can start thinking about in the new year when you're going to schedule in time you're going to take away for yourself. So come on, listeners, let's do it. Forget about the world. Take all of the stress off your shoulders. Breathe and focus on the most important thing which is yourself and self-care now if we don't speak again before the new year 
I wish you all a peaceful and blessed Christmas. Happy holidays to you all. 2021 can only get better. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Change in Lanes podcast. We will be back every other Monday. So please subscribe to our Spotify, SoundCloud or iTunes accounts. Please leave comments and email us directly with any challenges that you may be going through at info at roadtochangecoaching.com. If you've been touched by any of the topics discussed, we have included a list of resources for you to contact directly. Have a great few weeks and start making those changes in your life.